0: Welcome to episode 164 of the 6-1 IndieCast. My name is Mike Townsend. I am joined tonight by the one and only King of Puppets, Kyle Stevenson. Oh, I'm the King of Puppets now? You are the King of Puppets. Ooh, okay. Dance. Because you Uh, pull on my heartstrings, baby. Oh, that's so (laughs) nice.
1: Do you realize this is the first time we were talking on a show in almost a month? (laughs) Damn, really? (laughs) Yeah, dude.
0: You're going from PAX West. Wait, we haven't been on a show together since before PAX West? Correct. (laughs) That's nuts. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So here we are. We're back. I
1: know it's great. Well, I mean, this is a little weird for everyone because we're recording this weeks ahead of time.
0: A couple weeks ahead of time. So like, so I will. Yeah. But you heard us together last episode. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Time is weird. Yeah. It's very,
1: it's very strange to. Not have been talking with you about games in a yeah, professional
0: weird. setting. <laughs> yeah. This feels right at home. I missed this. Yeah, exactly. And what better way to reconvene than a my Mike Hi Kai show?
1: Yeah, all well, about my, my, my puppets.
0: Kai Kai. All about puppets. Uh, yeah, tonight we we're gonna do Eliza P. I guess you could call it spoiler cast. Um, but two things I want to get out of the way first. Number one, Eliza P. The the consensus tell us yes it's an indie game where we're considering it an indie game the the one and only indie council aka the indian former jill groat she says it's an indie game okay also papa spencer and chris charla they included liza p in the id at xbox festival arcade demo thing guess what indie game this is the biggest indie ever made (laughs) (laughs) so because we adore this game so much yeah. We are we are pulling some of those puppet strings a little bit and yeah. we're playing it a little loosey goosey just because we want to talk about this goddamn game. Yes, very much so. Number two. I got cookies. Ooh, yeah. Now, wow.
1: what is the key to a good cookie? Because I'm very particular with like the store bought cookies. Okay. Like it needs to be chewy enough, but like the outsides need to be a little bit like crisp. Interesting. Yeah.
0: I mean. You know my weird stance on cookies. Also, I apologize for chewing noises if, if y'all hear that. <laughs> it's been a long day, everybody. It's been a really long day. <laughs> um, you know my thing with cookies. I'll take a standard Chips Ahoy uh, over a fresh That's baked right. cookie. Yeah, mm-hmm. but there is something quite special about just standard grocery store baked goods. They just hit differently. Yeah, give me a, give me a Shoprite cookie uh, or a cupcake. Over, Ooh, mm-hmm. over, like a, like a, a classic, like, mm-hmm. like a little, Italy, little Italy bakery, over, over anything. You know what I'm
1: saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll take a, um, uh, uh
0: like a Costco m M&M m cookie. So okay, hands down, dude. I will tell you. I so what I have in my hand right now, cookie number uh two of three because I inhaled one right before we start recording. Uh-huh. Um, it is a Costco cookie. It's a Costco double chocolate chip cookie. Okay, and I will say. I've been craving some M&M cookies from Costco now. The M&M cookies are real good. So here's the thing, what you were kind of referring to. Uh-huh. The cookie itself, very soft cookie. Even the edges, very soft. I really want that crunch factor from the m M&M. and I could really go for that crunch factor right now. Yeah.
1: Because there are some times where you get, like, you know, um, a package of the baked goods of a Costco, a BJ's Wholesale Club, a... You know a regular grocery store and you bring them home and they're all like way too crunchy and way too hard and those are the worst in my opinion so like dude. they need to be a little bit softer and like i feel like the costco and like the the
0: um the wholesale clubs are usually the best ones for that kind of stuff dude our neighbors gave, gave us these like i feel like a week ago at this point they're so soft still oh kelsey yelling at me three days <laughs> it, f- it feels like a week. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's been a long 3 days, I guess. The the crazy thing about this cookie though. I swear to god we'll talk about a video game in a second. It's <laughs> yeah, fine. The chocolate chip itself. It tastes like the frosting of a cupcake. It has a frosting-like texture that when it melts in your mouth, it kind of tastes like chocolate frosting instead I, of a chocolate chip. I don't know if I love that. Here's I in saying it out loud yeah I, I agree uh-huh pretty fucking good kyle it's hitting pretty hard right now pretty though. Fucking good <laughs> see how big this piece is right here yeah um, um. it's
1: like the like the Duncan dunkaroos like frosting that you can dip those cookies in like that Similar, kind of taste
0: but just picture a shop right cupcake or something yeah. or a yeah, stop, yeah. shop cupcake it's mm-hmm. like that kind of texture okay or it just melts in your mouth a little bit V- vamp for a second while i chew the rest of this no no no
1: i'd rather have it be the dead air the pregnant pause while you you chew away <laughs> and now i
0: need some water before the <laughs> intro
1: do you think uh you know bring it, uh, tying it into liza p do you think uh they had cookies in in crot where this game
0: takes place um ha- have you watched the um renowned cinematic film sonic 2 not yet Okay, so at some point, spoilers for Sonic two, by the way, I'm just big scoops mm-hmm. at some point they go into a uh like a Starbucks like a coffee shop, and somebody uh bites into a bagel and and the the one of the people say like hey that's a that's a display bagel he and he doesn't believe him or whatever or he just kind of disregards mm-hmm. it, bites into it, hurts his teeth it's a it's a, it's a display bagel. Yeah. I'd imagine in crot modern Krat, modern i guess modern yeah whatever postmodern I mean, the technology is there i mean geez, puppets yeah. like jeez puppets yeah <laughs> wild robotic puppets uh postmodern crot. i there's a lot of display bagels uh, display goods left around yeah but i feel like all those mechanical dogs they they ate all the goods i feel like that's yeah. what they that, what's the, that's what they went for first <laughs> for <laughs> that was the sure. priority <laughs> we we're like damn well sure. we ate all the cupcakes i guess we're going for the humans <laughs> now <laughs> that's it yeah the thin yeah. line <laughs> It's a very thin line. Yeah. No animals in <sighs> crot either, as far as I'm I've noticed. Yeah, just uh
1: right? just a robot dogs. Uh obviously they know of animals, right? Because some of the stalkers have animal masks. yeah So Yeah. They're obviously been around, but I think I feel like in Krat everyone is so rich and so hoity toity and full of themselves that they don't want to deal with the messes that like animals sure. bring. Sure. So they probably went all all full on uh robot pets, which is like most of these robots that were fighting were like your blue collar workers in the town, and like even like butlers and maids, whatever. And yeah, one day they they went
0: (laughs) exactly. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's a similar situation to Pokemon. Like, do do animals exist in Pokemon? That is a great call, right? I don't know. Like there are like if you look at. Pidgey for example yeah. Pidgey is a bird Pokemon by definition mm-hmm. But do birds exist in Pokemon? Wow <laughs> You're really wrinkling my brain right now speakling over sp- speaking <laughs> speaking of wrinkles you are listening to the 6-1 indie Cast, a weekly video game podcast amplifying the indie scene and all the smaller games outside of the triple a space even the biggies like P. new episodes drop each and every monday morning on all major podcast feeds and youtube.com slash 6-1 indie supporters on patreon.com slash 6-1 indie can tune in live as we record and gain access to clocked out the Indiecast post show but if money is tight no worries you can still show your support with a simple click wherever you're listening. Go ahead and leave this podcast a review. Follow at 61 one indie everywhere. I don't know. We're still deciding where we want to be. Subscribe and hit the bell on youtube.com slash 6 indie and tell your friends all about us. Shout out to the PD fans supporting on Patreon. Brett Griffin, Kobe Cordes, Jacob McCourt, JC, Jill Grote, Nicholas Johnson, Nicole Humphrey, Play It Jason, The Compound, and Cole, a.k.a. The Good Sir. Housekeeping for you. In case you missed it, the Mini Indie Showcase. It aired. It happened. Go watch it. Bunch of bonus content on six one indie.com slash showcase. It's a good time. Other PAX West content. Uh, you could check out video game trivia on the giant bomb channel where David of mighty yell embarrasses me in front of a sea of people. It is disgusting. Plus you can watch the cross discussion. Oh, sorry. crossplay play conversations. Uh, the PAX West episode. I get to share some insight into what it was like being an exhibitor a little bit. I feel like we should, once we catch up with things, we should do an episode on on that kind of stuff. Just uh, yeah. on, on IndieCast. Yep. Uh, then Lucid, aka the Matt Black Studio, aka Eric. We've been uh doing some support for those folks because uh, they they're currently running their Kickstarter campaign. So, uh, Kyle and Matt had a lovely interview with Eric two weeks ago. I think episode one sixty two. Yeah. Time loop. Uh, <laughs> the episode before that. Matt, myself, and Eric chatted about indie Metroidvanias and some of the inspirations behind Lucid. And uh, we also did a gameplay overview uh, with Eric. He walked us through the first half hour of the game, which is really damn cool. So go check out all of that content on YouTube.com slash 61 Indie. And if
1: you haven't listened to episode 162, when Matt and I did like a little interview, Eric did tell us what the other stretch goals were on the Kickstarter as a secret, like a world exclusive kind of thing. So you know, check it out. They yeah, sound pretty. awesome.
0: Yeah. So, uh, you know, dude, I like. I'm
1: so fucking happy for him.
0: I am too. God,
1: so great. There, there is sometimes when there's like a developer that you just know is passionate about what they are doing, and yeah. they're all in on it. Like most of them are. Yeah, Don't get me wrong. But the enthusiasm that he exudes just talking to him about his game and just games in general is so infectious. It's, I'm, I'm yeah. so excited. His game is, is fully funded and then some like it's going to keep going
0: and obviously it's not about us at all but like no when we saw it when we were scouting for the first showcase yeah we knew yeah oh yeah like you we got that we got that eye we we knew we know that we know the sauce Mm -hmm. and lucid has the sauce yes eric has the sauce in his his tiny little belly his handsome little belly (laughs) i never want to say handsome little belly ever again
1: (laughs) (laughs) eric (laughs) did mention he he I, i know he joked about it but he was like, "Oh, maybe I'll just put PD the pigeon in the game somewhere."
0: <laughs> Eric, I will give you more money for that. <laughs> I did back it at the level where we uh, we get our name on a statue, so it is going to be a PD statue. Oh hell yeah, okay. PD or six one indie. We'll we'll see what the smarter. The, I mean, the smarter decision is six one indie, but maybe sure. I'm chaotic enough to say PD. <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah. Wow, look at that. 11 minutes into this podcast. We didn't talk about puppets at all yet. Oh,
1: a little bit. <laughs> just just a little, little bit. A little, little bit.
0: So, yeah, Liza P spoiler cast to some extent. Listen, we're a little bit, like I said, loosey goosey. The lore stuff, the the straight up narrative, you know, it's a soul's like, we, you know, we're just rocking and bopping with the bosses and bad guys.
1: <laughs> it's <laughs> so. also like, uh, again, like if you don't want to be spoiled by anything, especially when we get into like the ending, later after stuff. Curtis, yeah. Like, I'm sure you don't want to be spoiled for that. We'll let you know. But, If you know the story of Pinocchio, it like loosely follows that, you know, the characters and whatnot. And I think the biggest difference is that in Liza P, Geppetto is not like this loving father figure. Yeah. yeah. He's mysterious. He's a little bit dark and and nefarious. And I think most of the game you are going through and trying to figure out not only who you are, but who can you trust and you're getting pulled in different ways. Yeah which i thought was really really cool especially with like the lying mechanic in the
0: game but like whatever choices yeah um so yeah if you don't want to know anything at all come back yeah it's on game pass it's worth playing kyle and i both fucking love this game i think Mm -hmm. safe to say both for both of us probably one of our favorite games of the year i think yep agreed um you know when we have end of the year discussions we'll talk about it more but like yeah go play it and after you roll credits and stuff and you and you see the thing we're referring to, Um, come back. Oh, man. Have a good time. Oh, man. I can't wait. <laughs> so, Kyle. Yeah. How do you want to start this? Do you want to talk about some of the gameplay stuff? Do you want to talk huh? about some of the story stuff, some of our decisions? So, we both did live playthroughs, right? Yes. So, there's the mechanic of certain choices, and the, there are choices presented to you in this game, and you could choose whether to tell the truth or lie
1: mm-hmm. there's only i think maybe one the very first choice you have to you lie. have to lie yeah because i did in in very quickly in new game plus try to tell the truth to see what happened and they are like too. no they forced you to do it so
0: yeah so both Colin and i did lie playthroughs because a that just right off the bat at least in my opinion that seems more interesting yeah um coincidentally enough if you do a true well, no, that's a bad word to use. Uh, an authentic lie playthrough, and you lie sh- right like fully uh-huh. through. You end up getting like the true ending of the game, the good ending, yeah, the the, the real fucking good ending, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, So that was a nice coincidence and happenstance mm-hmm. that that happened for both of us. The,
1: the issue with that, though, and we both ran into it, is figure out which choice is the lie. Yeah, so that because it how- doesn't straight up say lie or truth. Yeah. It's it's like. Whatever you would respond with, and you kind of have to quickly infer because there is a countdown of like which one is gonna be the lie, which one is the truth. And uh you mistakenly told a lie uh the truth at one point that I thought was a lie. Yeah. I actually (laughs) did it more than a couple times because it made sense in sure the way I was playing my my Pinocchio. Um luckily that didn't screw up the lie trophy and the lie ending and everything. So it seems like there's some sort of uh some leeway gray area. Uh, with other things that you can do as well, like listening to records, I think also help raise that. Um, so here's the thing. Like whatever I is. like
0: I I like the mechanic of truth and lie quite a bit. Yes, I have the criticism of that. I, I wish it was blatantly obvious what was the truth yes. and what was the lie. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. wish there wasn't a gray area. But like I kind of understand thematically why you would yeah. think there's a gray area and also like you are playing as a puppet that's kind of posing as a human at times and wanting mm-hmm. to become a human. So like mm-hmm you are also learning in character. What is the truth? What is a lie? What is this? What is that? Um, what I didn't realize going into it and something that is more apparent as you continue progressing through the narrative and making these choices is that you're really deciding if you want to stay a puppet or you want to become a human, which is yeah. really cool. And again, going back to the thematic stuff, um, it, it, it's a interesting portrait of what humanity is. Mm-hmm. Um, The entire game is like that because like the, the setup for the game is that like Geppetto and um was it Simon that discovered the Ergo or Vanini? It was Geppetto. <sighs> and it was, I feel like maybe it was like the, tr- again, we're loosey goosey with like this specific yeah. narrative stuff, but Geppetto and potentially Vanini and the alchemist discovered this stuff mm-hmm. called Ergo, which is like this natural substance that was under Krat and Ergo essentially helped give birth or sentience to these puppets and and made them self aware and caused this big Renaissance kind of thing and then all of a sudden something happened and the puppets they call it the puppet puppet frenzy, which started uh, allowing the puppets to ignore something called the Grand Covenant, which is essentially Will Smith's AI
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or, sorry
0: iRobot iRobot yeah
1: yeah pretty much
0: uh, So like they were starting to uh, harm humans and so on and so forth
1: and it, it, in in non robotic puppet form, the actual humans of crot were also getting poisoned by by the ergo by the ergo,
0: yeah, so uh, it was a really putrification up disease,
1: yeah, yeah, uh,
0: yeah, so a lot of it has to do with the puppets um you know are the are the pup, what what does it mean to be human like you are sentient, so does that mean you're human or is being human something more um so, part of the truth and lie mechanics you uh, whenever like you make a consequential choice, you get a prompt that says like you feel a warmth in your chest, and as you do more and more and more, eventually you get to like your heart is racing and then like your heart is pounding stuff like mm-hmm. that it's when it seems like when we're you know going back to it being a little forgiving and whatnot, once it says like your heart is pounding. That kind of signifies that you are human like you you you're just straight up human now and like you you did the damn thing yeah and you understand what it means to have free will and and have that choice and and understand the consequences behind that those choices and decisions you make especially with some of the ending stuff that we're not gonna talk about just yet mm-hmm. um so yeah it's it's a really interesting concept and mechanic that really plays into the core themes of the game um which it's not something I really expected. Like, I, I really just thought of, okay, like, okay, truth, lie, lie, play through truth, play through. We're going to have a different ending. Cool. But like, yep. it really does matter throughout. It feels like.
1: Yeah. And I, and I'm with you where I feel like the lie play through is the way to do it. Yeah. Cause like, it, like I really tried, and this is the first souls game where I really got into my character Like, I feel like any other Souls game that I played, and I've played relatively few at this point, but I wasn't attached to, like, my Hunter and Bloodborne. I wasn't attached to my Tarnish and Elden Ring. I was attached to my version of Pinocchio while playing this. So I wanted to, in the moment, like, there are some options where I did tell the truth because I had empathy for those characters as Pinocchio. Like I was, I was slowly learning how to become human and how to, you know, treat other humans with like respect and love, empathy and whatnot. So some of those things made made sense to me. So that's why I did tell the truth. Like when it came to um, the red fox and and um, black cat characters, okay. the, the brother sister combo. Yeah, I was like kind to them the whole way through. Oh, I was not.
0: Yeah, they, I know they, you they were. They fuck you over. I was like, nope. Relationship they did. done.
1: They do they do but like <laughs> in my eyes they're they're they just trying to survive
0: they also okay well now we're gonna start again. the story story yeah. player beats they also helped the coup yeah. against crott in the hotel they hope they helped kidnap your dad which granted, did maybe the right choice at the end yeah <laughs> but at the time didn't know that
1: <laughs> no but like yeah i get that i was more upset at alidoro than
0: i think the, those okay two. Here's the thing. All right. We're going to jump around a little bit. It is Sorry. It's fine. It, it's, it's all over just how, Yeah, it's all yeah. over the place. You killed Ali Darrow, right? 1,000,000%. <laughs> yes, Good. I did. Okay. That's the right choice. <laughs> so, Ali Darrow, uh, if uh you've played the game and you're just to refresh your memory, he is a, as far as you're aware in the beginning, to the way it's presented to you, he is this famed hero that, like, it kind of like it sounded like sort of like a vigilante that was like saving folks' lives and like apparently there was like a, a a building collapse and he saved um the gun merchant whose name is eugenie um and he's talking about how like glorious he is and he's this famed treasure hunter and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. He ends up becoming the uh, merchant to sell you like the boss items, like yep. which is typically found in other FromSoft games. But eventually you start to learn that maybe this man isn't who he's saying he is. And it turns out this motherfucker has been lying and uh, he just took Alidora's mask. Did he kill the OG Alidora? I, I, fe- I think he that, did. Kind of or, he implied. S- or he set the, the real one up and framed him. Something like, something like that, or something like that yeah um and this motherfucker uh similar to the cat and the fox help the the oh was it It was the black rabbits right yeah because the alchemist hired the black yes. rabbits yeah which is a hotel band oh, like of stalkers yeah, yeah a faction of stalkers yeah he he helped yeah so as soon as you ran into him in in the caves and he's like all apologetic and stuff and he he admits that he's not the real ali darrow yeah fuck you i'm gonna I'm a stab oh, you yeah. in the goddamn throat he and done. it was
1: good, too, because, like, I thought it was, it would turn into another fight. No, you eat at one hit.
0: Yeah, That's done. how big of a wussy he is. He's a fucking coward, and yeah. I love that. There's consequences. That was very good. There are, like, there's meaning behind it. It's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I it, think, it helps uplift Hugo also, who becomes, like, the new merchant and the new treasure hunter. Yeah, I loved great. Hugo. Hugo's yeah, great. Hugo's great. I, I think the reason why I was so lenient on the
1: other two, the brother and sister combo, is, like,
0: I, get,
1: talking to them, they're a little bit more. Yeah, they were for themselves, but they were all they had. Sure. And and they were also succumbing to the disease, like they were starting to go blind or whatever. Sure. And I did yeah. feel bad a little bit. Black cat was. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I had some sort of sympathy for them, but yeah, that it is messed up that they helped, you know, break into the hotel and and steal our dad
0: from us, but. <laughs> I mean, could I be totally honest with you into in why I was mean to them? Yeah, go for
1: it. Oh, because you wanted the black hat
0: mask. Because <laughs> I wanted the mask. <laughs> as soon as I saw it, I yeah. was like, oh, this motherfucker's going to be a boss fight. That's so totally I, I want that mask. <laughs> and I did, I, shout out to uh, Rick from Fexture Life. They, the, mm-hmm. the team over at Fexture Life put together a fantastic guide. So I, I clicked the, I saw that you can get the black mask at some, or the black uh-huh. hat mask at some point. I was like, okay, when? How, where? <laughs> I saw that it was an optional boss fight. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, no matter what, this motherfucker, dead to me. <laughs> <What> <laughs> would be mean? I don't care if he's going blind. <laughs> Not my problem. <laughs> you want these gold coins? Too bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and on the flip side of that, you shared me a photo of your character wearing an owl mask. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't even run into that stalker at all. Oh,
0: interesting. I don't. I didn't have it. I I don't he, know even know where he'd be. He's in the swamp. Oh, so okay. the big open area with the two mini bosses with the cannons firing oh. off at you and stuff. Yeah. Uh, towards like if you go from that stargazer and walk up and to the left, there's a shack there. Okay. And in the shack, there's there's a basement area of the shack that I think oh. you could you could either climb a ladder down or you fall through. Okay. And the owl he's- is is waiting there. All right, good um, to know. and he is a doctor um because if you go to one of the uh, if you follow one of the cryptic vessels uh which are kind of like hidden treasures that you could kind of like decrypt and and just follow like environmental clues and whatnot to, mm-hmm. to get usually get quartz which is a upgrade material and yep. then sometimes a cosmetic um you end up finding the doctor's like outfit as well so it mentions like doctor owl whatever and oh, in my okay. mind I was like Okay, maybe I want to, maybe I want to be an owl instead of a cat, yeah. but but I want to cosplay as my cat Harley. Yeah, that, I mean that makes sense. Role play, I should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, even uh, I, and I told you, speaking of cosmetics and stuff, I got screwed out of. So it's not. I don't think it was the the sister the red fox mask, but I got screwed out of a fox mask. Um, because I think I got mm. I got the red fox mask after I killed her. Mm-hmm. Um i also got one but i didn't fight him oh interesting
1: i forgot well, who gave it to me but
0: <laughs> oh well oh well <laughs> uh because yeah one of the cryptic vessels you is tied to a boss weapon and i stupidly chose ah. the amulets over yeah. boss weapons sometimes yeah. despite me never using any of the, the boss amulets because mm-hmm. they were just too heavy <laughs> uh uh Speaking of weapons, what, what were you rocking? Ooh, good question. So I went balanced right off the gate,
1: uh, like a okay. saber. Um, just because I think in the demo that we played, I, I did d- that too. Used use the rapier. And I did I not like I didn't, the rapier. I didn't like all the stabby stabby I was doing. So nope. in the full game, I wanted to actually try like an actual, you know, somewhat swift, fast, quick weapon. So I went the saber. Um, And that was I. That was my weapon all the way up until I killed uh Fuoco, Fuco?
0: Yeah, a, the, the uh, furnace
1: furnace boss, the furnace guy. And then his bossle gave me the the giant great sword that I use for the majority of it. Oh yeah. Um, and that was that was super super cool. I like that one a whole lot. Especially, it's um a really cool thing that this does. It has like a trick weapon system. Some of the weapons. Uh, similar to like Bloodborne. And that great sword when you hit the it was L1 and Triangle for like the Fable Catalyst, which is like special moves each weapon has. Um the Great Sword would extend and be more like a of a polearm and give you a little bit more reach. Um and it also decreased your stamina. Um what's what I'm looking for? From going down, like it slows it down. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, and so you can whack the enemy a little bit more often
0: um what about you you i know you you went saver as well to start but yeah so i went saber to start because similar to you i tried the rapier in the demo and i wasn't crazy about it and the reason i went rapier in the demo is because traditionally in the from soft souls games i'm i'm a big dex boy i like dexterity and um was it tech tech seems to be tied to dexterity yep. uh motive motivity was motivity is strength, strength. strength um and... and then there's the other one I honestly didn't pay attention to at all. Advance, advance, which I don't know what that would equate to. It just seems like a third. I think that's more of like the faith based.
1: Okay. Regular other souls, maybe.
0: Sure, sure. So yeah, I was rocking the saber for quite a bit, and then eventually, uh, similar to you, when you get around, um, I I just had his name for you, by the way. That's why I was like kind of struggling. Uh, the king's flame, Fuoco. Yeah. Uh, in that area you get essentially a fire axe and I like yeah. the fire axe quite a bit um mm-hmm. it, it kind of reminded me a little bit of uh the basic bloodborne axe which I the, I I rocked the the basic bloodborne axe from yeah. start to finish to every playthrough yeah. I just love it so much I don't care mm-hmm. how flashy the boss weapons look um but then eventually you you fight the fallen archbishop and with his boss soul uh-huh. you get this trident yeah the trident is so fucking cool. <laughs> it is so good. And like, I didn't try it out at all. It's it's a stabby stab motion. It's like a yeah. thrusting forward. And I mm-hmm. didn't think I would like it at all. Um, but the more I got used to it, man, like just holding the right trigger and just like fucking driving somebody and like timing it the right way where like as somebody is approaching you, you just like catch them like at the mm-hmm. end. Really satisfying. And what I liked about it in particular is it has uh, one, one of the extra, like, stat bonus things is that, like, it um, has, like, extra, like, critical hit damage. Oh, sweet. Or either either damage or chance. Chance, um, yeah. Probably chance. And, like, it seemed like I hit crits quite often, and you eventually just start one-shotting, like, some of the basic enemies. Hell, yeah. And it also helps, like, with the, with the critical stuff. It also helps build that stagger meter up mm. quite a bit, like, real goddamn quick, which is great. So eventually... I found um, an amulet that that uh, increases critical damage. I guess it was, mm-hmm. um, and also eventually you get the uh, 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 a grindstone that um, also increases critical damage as well. So like yep. the combination of the three of those just made it like I decimated fools. fools. Yeah, um, yeah. I like- I played around with the idea of the scythe because the scythe. Pretty much straight up the great axe in Bloodborne because it has like the hold R2 is like mm-hmm. a big swing. So I messed with that for a few, probably like a few stargazers, but I kept wanting to. I missed the power of the trident. So I kept going back. <laughs> the power of the trident. The power of the trident. <laughs> and then we got the katana. And yeah, I was like, oh, dude. katana, you could S rank tech. Done. That's Super what quick, I ended great. up switching to late game. And still, like, I missed the one-shot power so i was like you know what tried it all the way it is what it is i i I cranked up the the tech to i guess it was a i got it up to Uh, a okay uh because there are items in the game where you could manipulate um
1: where you want some of your
0: yeah the handles which kind of like tell you where your stats are improving Mm -hmm. so like if you put points into tech Similar to FromSoft games, it's very hard to explain this mechanic. Similar to FromSoft (laughs) games, if something is rated A in tech, that means it'll do like pretty damn good whenever you're boosting your tech stats. The way things scale, yeah. The way things scale. Thank you. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. Um. So yeah, I was like, I fully upgraded the trident, and I Mm -hmm. was just yeah, rocking that to the end. Yep. Uh, Which made it difficult for certain bosses like Simon, where like you you do need that quickness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. But like when you do catch people, it's it's great.
1: Well, like uh, similar when I got access to that Katana, it was like game over. Like I respect I put everything into technique because I was using that big thing for motivity. So I was, you know, strength based, whatever. But something happened to me playing this game, Mike. When I play Souls games, I'm all about dodging. I dodge. I try to roll out of the way. Liza P I've turned, I turned into a parry master or parry poppy. I, I don't know what happens, but I just loved parrying the attacks in this game. I think cause a lot of them, especially in the boss fights and, and the mini bosses where it's very ryth- rhythmic where like, if you can get the, the beat down uh, of, and, and, t- and the timing, it just, it feels so good. Like I, I remember my least favorite mini boss, the stupid mad clown prince with the go-go gadget arm. Um, I hate that Fucking dude so that much. We're talking about the, the, the bigger one. The, on the big, screen. yeah. yeah. The, it's just slowly walking towards you and you're like, come on, bring it after the 15th, 20th time, whatever it was.
0: Um, to mention all the little fucks around him.
1: Yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, he does like a spin attack where he's spinning and he's just punching as you spin. The first time I, I parried every single one of those, I felt like a yeah. God. Yeah. And and from that point on, like every big major boss, including the last boss, like I was just parrying their big gigantic moves. It was like, yes. Okay. This feels great. <laughs> maybe eventually this means I will go
0: play Sekiro. Yeah. <laughs> at you some should. point. You should. I'm but very I, curious to hear your thoughts on Sekiro. Sure.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think the parrying in this is great, even though maybe the window could be a little bit bigger. For like to to allow the parry to happen, because you have to be like damn precise.
0: Yeah, I do wish there was a way. So like I'm we talked about this behind the scenes. I am not a great parry person. I've never been a great parry person mm-hmm. in any of these games. That's why like Sekiro never fully clicked with me. I got like halfway through Sekiro and I kind of eventually just stepped back. I was like, no, nah, I'm good. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um with this, as much as I, I like there were there were a lot of times where like there were times where I I caught onto the rhythm and I was able yeah. to like nail it and it felt great and like parrying feels super satisfying inside. yes like when you yep. see that big red flash it is so great especially mm-hmm. when you are parrying and it triggers right into the the stagger window it's it's awesome um but there are times where i found myself like i just couldn't catch my breath and i would just like kind of spam block yeah oh uh, and like thinking i'm i'm like catching the rhythm but like i just don't yeah. um thankfully there are answers to that problem like one of the grindstones that you could get is like you hold block and it'll perfect parry for you yep um so i did use that a lot for the two final bosses Mm -hmm. well the final boss and the secret boss yeah or optional secret boss whatever you want to call it yeah um granted it's not something like it's not something you can spam like it's not something that lasts forever but like it gives you enough of a little bit of a boost to just like up that stagger meter a little bit in the background i do wish a big critique of mine with this game so the one thing is i wish it was obvious with the lies and the truths despite my thoughts about it being thematic and tied to yep. making sense for the narrative and the mm-hmm. character i wish there was a stagger meter i really wish they, they a showed visible one a, a visible i wish they yeah. showed a visible stagger meter i'm with him that one similar to what Sekiro does i, I mm-hmm. feel like that just put a little white meter above the health bar yeah and then it would have been great yeah because especially with simon the the final boss um so many times where like i felt like i was just lost like he was just never gonna stagger at all mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and eventually when it happened i was like oh my god it's actually possible <laughs> <laughs>
1: Which, like, you know, we both beat it and then the next day or the two next, days later. Like the next
0: two days, yeah. The they days
1: patched work. it to make it easier to stagger that boss and some of the health of the final bosses went down a little bit. So uh, Yeah,
0: some various enemies got. Yeah. <laughs> Which is good. It's a good thing. It's great. Like,
1: it's fantastic.
0: We but were it, banging it our head against us, the wall.
1: <laughs> it would have <laughs> yeah. saved us hours. Although, I will put it on record here. When we were texting about the final boss fight, when I finally beat him, it was immediately after me saying, all right, I'm giving it another hour. And the next time I did it, I beat him. So I want that on record that when you speak into an existence, sometimes it happens. And I I also
0: (laughs) said like, my goal is to beat this before El Paso elsewhere get releases tomorrow. And then I beat it that night.
1: Yeah. 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 I I do want to bring up something that I love that this game does that I hope from software does. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, I love the P organ upgrade system it's great in the, in the demo i was very overwhelmed by it but when oh, you yeah. when you actually like look into it and like understand yeah. what it's actually doing it's brilliant it's so really
1: it, it's it's a additive thing to your normal levels where you use ergo to upgrade your stats like any other souls game but the p organ is you take these quartz that you find um in uh chest or um
0: mini bosses
1: mini bosses regular bosses whatever and then you can go sit in this uh, mechanical chair look like a barbershop chair in geppetto's office or the electric chair but yeah yeah, that too <laughs> uh, that's way more darker and probably what it was than a good probably. old barber chair um <laughs> and you input the quartz into different slots and the slots not only if you fill both of them or the three of them will give you an extra boost of a buff or an extra health um uh pulse uh uh, which is like the flask in this game
0: like how you heal
1: but each individual slot also gives you an advantage of like how you can even more individualize your pinocchio style yeah and i i thought that was so killer because like i i had like 10 pulse cells because i kept putting them in whichever one yeah i ended up
0: with 10 (laughs) uh
1: but there are other cool things like your um health regain um meter lasts longer yeah which is similar to bloodborne where you can hit to regain health it's the same thing if you block you'll be able to regain health if you attack before they hit you without yeah like blocking it kind of thing. i
0: ended up with two grindstone charges which yeah. was super helpful especially with like the perfect parry stuff and, yep. and some of that critical hit stuff um yeah uh, there's stuff uh for some of the smaller upgrades where like the the actual slotted upgrades versus yep. the kind of umbrella upgrade if you want to call it that mm-hmm. um longer stagger window because there were many times where yep. like i i couldn't charge the r2 to actually stagger somebody so like just the extra few seconds to back up for a second line up my shot and execute it It was super helpful Um, yeah the fatal attacks also making those super strong which is great yeah Yeah, it's kind of like harping on that subject for a second it's really interesting how much this game kind of like i guess for a lack of a better term improves the core from soft formula quite a bit yeah by like i don't mean i don't want to say that and like people just like jump down our throats or anything like that i mean like Mm -hmm not minor mechanics, but like some of the basic stuff that you would think should be more approachable in this genre such yeah. as uh, <laughs> when you die at a boss, your souls are not in the boss room. It, oh. They are at the gate. Yes. Which is incredible. <laughs> I love that. Um, every, almost every boss having the option to summon a specter if you need a little bit. Extra I love help. that which is great. And being tied to like a readily available resource too, that you can get. Being tied to a resource, yes. Like a very, there's a specific resource Mm -hmm. that star fragment you get quite a bit of, which is great because I ended up using all of them for Simon. (laughs) (laughs) Which is like thematically really cool that they're called star fragments. Yeah, you make a wish. Exactly. Like that's... You wish upon a star. They nailed it. They knew what they were doing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Even things like the signifier and like it's wild that there's like the signifier for this, but not the signifier for stagger, which is like, it drives me crazy. The signifier for the fatal attack, where it has like three little like Wolverine yep. strikes. And like, mm-hmm. if you, if it lights up, that means you could do like a visceral attack, which is yep. what it's called. And like it Warborne shows you where you
1: have to stand to do it. Yeah,
0: it sh- Like, yeah. For the bosses, it shows you where you have to yep. stand. Um, that being said, it also does some ass backwards things. Like, <laughs> why do I have to go to the hotel every time to level up? Yeah. If I'm going to a stargazer to teleport anyways, just let me teleport or let me level up at the stargazer yeah and guess what you end up leveling up at the stargazer end game anyways exactly so what the fuck yeah that was a little annoying (laughs) there are times where i didn't mind because like you have to make the rounds and talk to people absolutely but like if i'm like mid boss run or something like that and i i i'm able to do one quick level yeah just let me do it the fuck yeah
1: i'm with you on that one
0: positive thing though it tells you who has some new dialogue or how you could progress that is thank you for bringing that up fucking awesome
1: i that is one of my least favorite things from the other souls games is knowing when you can progress a quest yeah or progress somebody's certain storyline and the fact when you would pop in and it will not only tell you like who at the hotel is ready to talk but it will let you know like hey you forgot a record in this place over here yeah with like a or, little icon, I'm like, oh, sweet. Yes, let me go back and grab that
0: so I don't miss it completely. Or if you pick up an item, it'll tell you like, hey, that item you picked up, you could do something at it with it at the Stargazer.
1: Yeah, I love that.
0: It's amazing. Great. It takes
1: so much out of the guessing game from Souls games that I personally loathe entirely. Yeah, and, yeah. and I very much appreciate it with that one. And I think that's the main reason why I devoured this game so quickly because it was yeah. just like, I don't want to say it was easy,
0: but it was, it just cuts some of the, it's, it's more forgiving. Out. It's yeah, more yeah. welcoming.
1: I feel like than any of the other ones.
0: I will say that since we're talking about mechanics, I do think this is like a, a great starting point for the genre. Oh like, yeah. If, if somebody has never played a game like this, Absolutely. like I, I always used to say Bloodborne because I think Bloodborne is probably the most Forgiving Souls game. Well, I will
1: say movement wise, especially like the dodge, or whatever. I didn't feel like it was that great
0: here. Oh, I mean, he, sure, yeah. So you can improve it through stats. And stuff I mean, yeah, stuff.
1: that is fair. I just, I guess, I was all in on parry, so I didn't really bother. But
0: I think um the biggest thing, another great approachable thing, this game is really forgiving and really lenient with the shortcuts, which is yeah. great. Um and similar are not so similar with the FromSoft games um it's it's and this can be seen as a a a negative but i I think it is a positive as a initiation into the genre um it's quite linear like there are like you could go off the beaten path like a little bit but like it's a usually like a quick dead-end detour and then you're back on the the main Mm -hmm. track which yeah for like again like we shouldn't have to equate this to to the time of year it is but like with how Mm -hmm. many releases there are and stuff like i like that i could just make a quick little detour oh yep. that's clearly not the critical path okay cool great mm-hmm. yeah and it made it easier to like check every nook and cranny which is absolutely and it made it feel even more satisfying that i knew i was getting all the chests all the pickups all i was hitting all the npcs
1: mm-hmm. as a uh trophy boy yep not a huge fan with all the, some of the collectibles being stuck in a new game plus run yeah and you having to do a new game plus to get them and not just start a whole new game from scratch and just get the ones you missed um that's a bummer cuz let me tell you new game plus is way harder
0: yeah those enemies well, like the at, at the time of attempting to fair <laughs> uh,
1: cuz yeah. like the the normal like regular old puppets were like two-shotting me and i
0: was like level 100 i'm like there's no way <laughs> there's i no will way. say i it it did the thing and this is like the best compliment i could give this game it did the thing similar to what elden ring did to me where like i beat it or i yeah i, I beat it roll credits all that kind of stuff and i started moving on to other games i was like man i just want more yep and so yep. i i started a new game plus run just to just to fuck around a little bit yeah and i ran through i got to the hotel in like 15 minutes yeah because <laughs> i just fucking ran through i
1: got all the way up to uh uh, f- uh the fire dude again yeah Folco. and then after that i was like oh i can't i can't i'm getting too frustrated let me
0: completely delete yeah. it off my playstation i'll come back uh, i do like what it does with new game plus also it, it does, i'm sure it does i'm curious to see what it does later on but mm-hmm. um a lot of the bosses they they try to talk to you and they their subtitles are in a a, a made up language. Yep. Um and that doesn't really get addressed at all in the first playthrough. Doing your new game plus run all of a sudden the subtitles are in English. Yeah. And you can understand what the, what the bosses are telling you uh-huh. and it's Do you, you do you know awesome. why? Awesome. I don't.
1: So do you remember Vanini gives you this recorder? Oh yeah. That, that is that's okay. the coding after you defeat all the puppets, it's decoding the language, and, and that's how you get the message
0: at the end. So you carry that over with you. Gosh, gotcha. that's really cool. Yeah. That's yeah. super cool. Uh, and the other thing, like one of the collectibles is the the records. Um, it seems Beautiful like... Beautiful music. Oh my god, the music is incredible Oof, in this game. So good. Um, the merchants that you run into, so far, that's where I found these. you They sell like these golden records that um, mm-hmm. again, have like... St- the, the music like is... Yeah. Oh my god. I'm so... Salty, that the <laughs> the Asian Collector's Edition has the vinyl soundtrack, yeah. and it's 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 available. Like I can import it, but it's two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah,
1: like I I thought about double dipping and buying the Collector's Edition just for the seal book because of look how much nice. I love this thing. Yeah, but
0: and, and wait, another wait like
1: yeah uh, another um collectible thing that I'm not a huge fan of that's tied to a Trophy is like the gestures. Oh sure, finding all the gestures and figuring out whether I think I'm missing like three or sure. four. I don't know where to go for those.
0: Um,
1: so I'll I feel like some of them out. are
0: tied to New Game Plus. It, it must be but, because uh, there's a quest line in the swamp where you you yes. come across a friendly puppet who wants to understand what it's like to be human and and whatnot. Um, and you're teaching him certain gestures, <laughs> and yeah. that's how he starts to understand emotion. Um, I didn't finish that quest line i don't um, think i did either yeah. and i'm pretty sure like i i i looked at, like behind every nook and cranny i talked yeah. to everybody like yeah exhaustively so there must be stuff tied to new game plus
1: speaking of everybody who's your favorite character your favorite
0: mpc mm-hmm. um i like eugenie a lot i, I Eugenie's like great. i like her story and like where that ended up and like the mystery mm-hmm. behind that mm-hmm. um sophia's good she's cool she's a cool uh uh conduit for like the levels and stuff like that and like where her story goes and obviously like she carries the main narrative like i didn't really expect all of that Mm -hmm. um especially like when we get to like the end game stuff like what ergo actually is and and Mm -hmm. it's really interesting um as much as i hate him i i I do like ali ali darrow as like a heel yeah i think he's really cool um I do think Geppetto is an interesting character. With like, the, I I like what they do with him. Like, mm-hmm. give him a lot of depth, and just made him, yeah, kind of a foil to some extent. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I think Eugenie is probably meant to be right. Great. I think she's just like a really sweet, um, mm-hmm. just somebody who just wants to give back and just wants to be a part of the fight, however she can. Yeah. Um. And and some of her stuff is heartbreaking at the end. Absolutely
1: yeah I, I'm a big fan of her I really do enjoy Sophia a whole lot too in your eyes because I didn't realize this until I was looking stuff up just to remember it did you feel like Pinocchio was like falling in love with Sophia in yeah. your playthrough okay I think so I don't think I caught up on to
0: like I know that there's the ending kind of thing where sure. it's it at it but well there's they kind of hint at it a Couple times where like, so there's Julian the gentleman who, yeah, he he, part of his storyline is that like he wants you to find his deceased wife's body to to retrieve the wedding ring, and it turns out it's it's a puppet. So like he, that kind of like opens up the door of like oh a human and a puppet can fall in love. Um, and then the uh butler, one of the butlers, uh is no, it's not Pulichena. Uh, shout out to Poladina. pauladina so it was and Pulsine- pulsinella they're both yeah, amazing both i love them both so pauladina also starts to fall in love with antonia mm-hmm. uh who's the old woman in the the wheelchair who's like kind of like the she's she is the owner of the hotel she's the owner of the hotel yeah yeah um so there's that as well so i think that it starts playing into the idea of like pinocchio yeah potentially falling in like falling maybe falling in love but like just finding this deep connection with sophia Mm -hmm. at the very least um and i think yeah like the ending really ties into that as well as like we'll get into it more but like yeah how depending on your choice how like you could literally take her soul and put it in your heart Um, yeah yeah i yeah that is great i'm i'm shocked you didn't say
1: the actual correct answer are like are like akino are like akino
0: the Riddle Dude. Oh, the Riddle Dude is cool. The Riddler's Riddle cool. Dude's real cool, especially where it ends up at the end. Yeah, the Riddler's dope. That's not, that was a nice payoff to something I didn't really expect. Yeah. I'm also very grateful, speaking of like things being like a little bit forgiving, with like I told a truth by accident, but I still got the true lie ending, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I missed one of his Riddle phone things and yeah. I was ready to not complete his storyline. I'm so grateful they let me complete his storyline. Yeah. Yeah, so like essentially the riddler is in this game, (laughs) and like in what it must be four or five. There's four. There's four of them. Uh, you'll hear a phone ringing, and then he tells you riddle over the phone. He's just Mm -hmm. he's like testing you whether you're a puppet or human, and he's like baffled that you are that you're able to lie and that like you are becoming human, and like he doesn't understand why Mm -hmm. or how this is happening. And the payoff is that, like, you find his final room because, like, you solve his riddles. He gives you a key to unlock this safe hidden area where you could get, like, uh, quartz for the uh, they're called uh, trinity rooms. Trinity rooms, yeah, you get the trinity keys. Uh, and the last one, well, the last reward you get is a box. You open up the box and it's like it hurts you a little bit or something, and then
1: it sure does. That made me jump. Like, it was like a genuine jump scare. I was not expecting it.
0: I did it in the hotel. I was like, oh, what the fuck. Um, but yeah, the, the last room you could get into, uh, it's him, like all, like all his fucking cables and stuff scattered to the wall. He's a, he's a just like a deranged puppet. That was just like a serial killer robot. Yeah. It's just a serial killer robot who's trying to tell, like, he's trying to blame, he's trying to make you admit that you're a serial killer as well. And yeah. again, it goes back to that human versus puppet kind of thing is like, mm-hmm. you're just killing puppets. Are you a serial killer? Yeah. There are points where you are, you are killing humans as well. And like, mm-hmm. what, where is that line? Like is mass murdering puppets is that murder are the puppets human are the yeah. puppets artificial like it's yeah it's really interesting the, the narrative and the, and the themes in this game are, and how they like mm-hmm. support the theme of what is human is yeah really damn interesting it's very cool yeah uh
1: the other jump scare moment comes with this other character i love is the white lady stalker oh yeah uh because you walk up it's like in this amphitheater and there's just a puppet in the middle and you walk you're you're
0: trying to lock onto that puppet
1: you're trying to and (laughs) it won't let you and you hear what you think that puppet is talking to you and then she jumps from the top of the amphitheater down in front of you and then you have like a little mini boss fight once you immediately die I was uh, and I was walking back up there. I was like, I wonder if you can see her up there and you sure as hell can oh, yeah. see her just standing up there. Yeah, that's awesome. Just waiting. um, And, and her being the sister of the opera singer yeah. and having And like they clearly love each other very much. And they're just bummed that this disease is taking over uh, their lives and hurting them. It's just really, really well done. I love the characters in this.
0: Yeah, they're really well done also yeah. i i like vanini thinking like he's just like charmingly full of himself oh he he's, like, i, lo- most, like, I love that voice actor world. so much all the vo in this game is really and it's good. so good It's really yeah. good um
1: and i just want to say shout out to john gino john Gio? yeah we'll talk about him later but like, yeah, yeah you know, just shout, just out, shout to out to him
0: yeah good shout out yeah even even some of the like mini bosses like the other npcs like the survivor like i like just how oh cowardly yeah. he is kind of and that, desperate that fight was insane because he's non-stop yeah he's like he's b- bipping and bopping around quite a bit in that tiny ass room oh oh my god i gotta talk about this really quickly for
1: combat wise because you just reminded me my favorite thing about perfect pairing these enemies is you can break their swords yeah it's super cool and then once oh. they're broken they do less damage yeah. and that is the only reason I bought uh beat that boss in that small ass room because I finally broke his sword and he was like doing nothing to him, to him. so I was just Dude. literally standing there like come on bring it and then just slashing him
0: when I could can I tell you something about that mechanic yeah because it can happen to you as well if you're not paying attention if you're not careful oh
1: I did not know I was wondering if it could but
0: oh it definitely can <laughs> So I was fighting the final boss, Simon, which we could start transitioning to if we want to Let's talk about okay. some of the end game stuff. Okay. I was fighting Simon.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And it was the first time. And like, I, it was that point of like, Oh, this is the run. This is it. Like it was the first time I staggered him. And like, I was, I had plenty of health left. I had pulse charges. Like I was good. He had like on my screen, like half an inch left. Yep.
1: You get that feeling. You're like, Oh, come like, on. One the, more, the one more. Inch- yeah, yep. the one more,
0: one more, one more i didn't notice but that my sword broke after i staggered him
1: oh no and
0: i am swinging my little heart out (laughs) and it's doing nothing and i'm Uh. like what the fuck what the fuck i'm hitting him. i'm hitting him. what the fuck is going on and he gets me oh and i see as i'm as i'm fading to black my durability is just red and cracked i'm like oh fuck uh and it happened a couple more times and then I realized I there there is an item that helps you instantly
1: repair repair
0: yeah. your weapon. So I made sure to put that shit on.
1: <laughs> oh man.
0: Um it also because it also happened to the, the final final boss as well. I was like, God damn, I was yeah. so aggravated. <laughs> Shout out to that string of
1: those the last four bosses. Very difficult. But I think the most fun uh like straight from the second round with the black rabbit brotherhood and onward i i had a good time with them even though the last two were incredibly frustrating
0: yeah yeah i i guess before we talk about the final stuff like i mean what was your favorite boss
1: man i know exactly who is isn't my favorite boss <laughs> who uh i mean i had a real hard time with simon i mean yeah we both did but i think outside of that is um romeo as you like
0: as the what as as you you like that that that's a a oh
1: as in yeah as in like it's super difficult but cool that was like the first one was like oh this is dope this is a cool second phase yeah. I understand why this is a second phase some of the other ones maybe I don't understand why they have a second phase <laughs>
0: yeah I will say that like <laughs> that's another critique and it's not a deal breaker or anything but like no. usually a second phase and a, a very well paced second phase yeah is, is a nice surprise right it's like a oh shit kind of moment yeah when it first happens in Liza P which I think is Romero no this it's is the an Archbishop art, the Archbishop is the first one that you're yeah. right when that first happens you're like oh fuck yeah second phase uh if i'm if i may calculate really quickly uh yeah so that's one two three four uh i think five uh six seven eight second phases if i'm if i'm calculating correctly that sounds about right too much
1: too much (laughs) it's too much like the victor boss the one that looks like bane
0: did not need a second phase whatsoever Uh, who speaking of simon and, and somebody we hate i hate victor victor's awful victor sucks i him so much himself oh god um yeah romero king of puppets really cool especially with like some of the narrative stuff and it seems like which we can start talking about a little bit um it seems like he wasn't all that bad yeah um because at the end you get his like you get to decipher his message uh and it seems like he was trying to fight against what geppetto was trying to do um Mm -hmm. and if we want to talk about some of that stuff geppetto it seemed like this is a big ploy but this is how i interpreted it it seemed like this is a big ploy that geppetto kind of maybe accidentally caused maybe he got out of hand like whatever but like geppetto caused this to essentially test pinocchio and like make his heart human so he could take that heart and bring carlo back to life yes bring his actual son back to life Mm mm-hmm um, so this is this was a very selfish ploy, and Romero, the king of puppets, figured that out. And well, Romero
1: my- was Carlos's best friend,
0: wasn't that Eugene? Nope. Oh, I'm Ro- okay. I'm,
1: I'm looking at it right now. That
0: gotcha. Carlo okay. says, I'm Romero, uh, Romeo, excuse me, Romeo, sorry, Carlos's best friend. Gotcha. So, yeah, like Rom- Romeo knew what the fuck was up, yeah. And I love again, like doing the live playthrough, you, I chose to keep that from Vanini when he asked like oh do you know who's behind the frenzy like you know who's i also kept us. it yeah yeah um it was just fucking heartbreaking yeah, yeah. um but romeo is really fucking cool just like design wise second phase wise mm-hmm. uh like the reveal of like what he looks like like behind the king of puppets like it's, it's yeah really, like behind the the big mechanical king of puppets yep. so cool mm-hmm. um also oh, fuck the the green swamp monster the green yeah. monster of the swamp fuck that guy yeah no also accidentally sorry this page is counting the second phases as their own bosses it's not eight. Oh, okay <laughs> but they have them because i do see it has king of puppets and then it has romeo king of puppets oh
1: okay okay okay
0: i take back what i said still There's feels still like too many too much. it still feels they're like they're all
1: in a row <laughs> they are all in a row
0: uh I, um, wanna... I also like the black rabbit brotherhood i think like those are just really cool characters even from like yep. they, they were like one of the teaser trailers as well like i love like carrying around the the coffin like yeah. the lying chamber and stuff like yeah it's fucking badass yeah
1: uh i and like i think the last three bosses including the the secret boss are some of my favorites in any souls game
0: yeah like they're really cool
1: l- hey, i don't know how, hey how to say it ask, but really yeah. cool. i don't know how to say it like l- 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 the like zaxia
0: the complete saiza l- like l- 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 something l- like that something like that yeah
1: i was like the beginning of the fight Little boring, she's like in an iron maiden, very like you know armored up I'm like okay, a little stiff, and then the second phase happens, and she rips that off, and she becomes lightning quick, and you have to be on your toes, and i mean that that was just like a huge shift in how I was handling this fight, and that did take me a little while, and being able to like parry her lightning balls back at her
0: to do a little bit more damage, I think was awesome and very much needed yeah <laughs> it's funny it like it feels like some of these final bosses were very much inspired by FromSoft in a way oh, yeah. like Lexasia She's were, millennia in this game <laughs> she feels like millennia or yeah. i was even gonna say she gives gives off big like Gwyn vibes to some extent in, mm-hmm. in like okay. the dark souls games but no okay. she's straight up millennia yeah. nameless puppet is uh fucking uh, uh, uh oh my god why am i blanking on his name in bloodborne final boss
1: orphan of cause
0: no not main game final boss oh gehrman gehrman that's straight up gehrman
1: yeah with the i was i was thinking gehrman a little mix of like lady maria
0: yeah lady maria or no even, romeo romeo would be lady maria maybe a little bit even laxia is very much um from Sekiro, uh the final boss as well like it feels sure. very much like the final boss or like the first iteration of the final boss yeah yeah, yeah. um especially with like all the lightning and stuff i'm forgetting his name but mm-hmm. people know what i'm talking about yeah um, and Simon is just like a fucked up ghoul that you would find in Bloodborne.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, lo- I love these last three. And I think the secret boss for me might be the coolest fight of the game. Yeah, it's cool.
0: It's just straight up really uh, challenging, but like
1: challenging. Fucking so cool. like stand up spoiler territory right now, like major ending spoilers, whatever. You beat Simon, which we all thought was the final boss. You take this elevator down and who's waiting for you in this giant open room geppetto and geppetto you have a choice whether or not to give geppetto your heart and then he can take that heart and bring back his son or you refuse and if you refuse you then fight his son in the form of the nameless puppet um and it, the first phase is so super cool. It's got the strings that Geppetto is controlling. That's and good. also Geppetto took the glove off and he's like, he, he controls the, the Ergo. Alchemy. Yeah. 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 The alchemy in his hand. And uh, once you get to the second phase and the strings break, so he's no longer under Geppetto's control and he is just a stone cold killer. And like With you straight up head. Hand, <laughs> like, cut his top of his head off. And that whole time, He's, like, repeating your friends, like, lines to you, like, in their voices. I don't know yeah. if you caught that. but oh, yeah. they're like, I heard Eugenia, like, oh, please don't. Like, just the, the, the obvious. Well, I have a question about thing. that.
0: Yeah. Because he says, like, something like, oh, I, so is he just repeating the memories that Carlo had? Because. I believe so. Okay. Because there is a line that he's like, oh, I, I haven't introduced myself. I'm Eugene, whatever. Yes. I was like, oh, did, like. Geppetto like straight up like fucking murder Eugene and like using his body to bring back Carlo. But like, oh, no, yeah, maybe no, no. you're right. I think he's just, Carlo is like cycling mm-hmm. through those memories, which is even yep. more badass. Yeah. 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 It's just I, so dope. I, I like that. It's the, the official boss name is nameless puppet. Yeah. So it's also like the soul of Carlo is just fucking gone, which is so fu- And like,
1: and the whole reason Geppetto made you as Pinocchio is for you to build the heart strong enough
0: yeah it's strong enough for carlo
1: bring carlo back back
0: to life again going back to the idea of like the way i perceive this narrative Mm -hmm. is that this is just a big fucked up ploy a selfish fucking ploy for geppetto to bring his son back to life yeah instead of
1: and in the and in the bad ending when you give geppetto the heart your heart the it cuts to black really and it shows geppetto and carlo leaving the hotel with all of your friends brutally murdered in the hotel. Yep. Straight up like murked. Like blood everywhere.
0: Scattered across the walls and shit. It's like,
1: so fucking dark. I kind of love it. It's great, yeah. <laughs> but I love that the fact that if you if you don't and you fight the nameless puppet and you beat it. There's two variations of it though.
0: What do you mean there's two variations? So there's two variations of the the lie ending. And I don't know where. I don't know how we accidentally just were on the correct path for the true ending. Really? Yeah. So, one, the, 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 I guess it's like when I saw that cutscene, it was still young Pinocchio without like the hair and stuff. So maybe it's just not like it's a live playthrough, but you didn't go full lie. Oh, it could be that. Okay. So, after you beat the boss, Carlo uh, goes to give Pinocchio the final blow and geppetto intervenes stabbing yep. like the name of carlo ends up killing geppetto and geppetto's yep. like were you going for his heart because geppetto was very protective of pinocchio's heart If yep. the heart gets destroyed that means carlo can't get back to life but yep. things obviously went awry that's mm-hmm. when pinocchio has the opening to finish off carlo yeah so in the ending that you're not aware of you're holding geppetto and geppetto essentially says like i i've always i've known you what was it? He says something along the lines of like, I've always known you were worthless. And it just cuts To Pinocchio? To the Pinocchio. Like, I've always known you were worthless. Like you would oh. mean nothing. And then it cuts to black. That's it. Oh no. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I so, don't like that.
0: <laughs> in the true ending, if you want to start explaining that.
1: So yeah, in the in oh my god, that yeah sucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh in the true ending, it, the same thing. Geppetto hops in front of the blade. Carlo kills Geppetto. Oh, you then,
0: I think I know what the variation is, but continue.
1: Yeah. The, you, you kill the puppet. Um, but in, in the version that I got, I think you got it as well. Yeah, Geppetto it as well. says, um, I didn't need to bring him back. I had a son and you all along or
0: something. It's very lines. sweet. It's a redeeming. Very
1: su- and, Yeah. And yeah. I, I really did enjoy that. And then Geppetto dies um does the uh does the other stuff happen in the other one
0: so that's why i think what the variation is is that so going backtracking a little bit before you get i think it's before you even get to laxia and simon right oh no it's right after laxia is that room where sophia is right before oh when
1: you give her peace or whatnot
0: so it turns out sophie is like this it turns out ergo is an element to help control time Mm -hmm. and and sophie is this like timeless being that like she is trapped by simon to just like harness the ergo and like make it more potent and whatnot because she could control and that's why she's able to like level up pinocchio and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. control the ergo within him um the entire game she's just a projection she's trapped by simon throughout the entire game you eventually find her in a really brutal manner of her just like strung up like all the ergo yeah. stuff she's like torn apart decaying and stuff is she and... the
1: one sending out those butterflies too throughout the game
0: that you're getting asti- materials yeah okay. i'm assuming um which is another really cool thing like the dimensional butterflies is what they're called which it's they're like hint- the... they're hinting throughout the entire game that like there's some sort of like dimensional time bullshit yeah. in play yeah. which is interesting
1: there's so much like the crystal bugs and like demon souls
0: yeah the crystal lizards and stuff yeah. like that um so you could choose like she asked you to give her peace once you find her body like that was the reason she woke you up like geppetto did not wake you up she used geppetto as a conduit say like hey you need to save your dad you need to save crap but she also she the main motive was to save sophie who's been trapped and being just brutally like taken Sophia, advantage of... Sophia, by the way. Sophia, sorry. Yeah. Uh, brutally taken advantage of for her powers, for her ability to control harness for the benefit of the alchemists. Who Simon, which we'll talk about in a second, just yep. straight up wants to become a god. Yeah. For with the ar- the ergo.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. So you have a choice once you eventually find her, all strung up and stuff. You could either give her peace. You could like end her suffering. End her suffering, and that's what she wants. Or you could keep her alive. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming the ending thing if you keep her alive maybe that's what that's not is uh, uh, that's what the deciding factor is okay maybe i hope so i mean it's it's either that or it's just like you don't you don't get the heart pounding thing Fair. oh that's a bummer either way because
1: yeah i yeah. i mean give her peace
0: give her peace 100%. absolutely
1: uh but then after that when geppetto dies it, it's a scene of, of you going back to
0: well uh, so so if you have, you essentially pass out i think don't you
1: yeah, it's a little it's a little hazy. It's I hazy. think
0: you, you pass out because the next scene is Sophia has you in her arms. No, 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 sorry, no. sorry, You're sorry, overlooking
1: Krat, which looks better.
0: And there's a Sophia puppet. Yes. And the soul, Sophia's soul. After you give her peace, Sophia's soul goes into your into your heart. Like we said mm-hmm. earlier, mm-hmm. you find this you I guess you made the Sophia puppet or somebody made the Sophia S- puppet something. It's yeah. just it's there yeah the soul goes into that puppet which is this whole humanity thing yeah. um you passed out and then eventually she is sentient back to life and she has you in his arm in her yeah you are I, in her arms <laughs> i also thought at one point that you gave your life for sophia i think it's it was like the tricky like inception like thing but you yeah. do like you move do like a little bit shed a tear i think you, like, move a little bit or something. I thought
1: there was, like, a tear coming down his yeah. face. Like, oh, that's interesting.
0: Oh, well, I had a mask on, so I didn't, I couldn't see a tear. Oh, okay, <laughs>
1: fair. Uh, but, yeah, and then uh, everything is
0: happily ever after. Well, um, let's wait for the end end, because let's talk about something no, first. I,
1: I know, but I'm just saying, at that point, from then on, everything's sure. like, happy ever after. Krat's good. The puppets well, are... To some extent. Yeah,
0: you know, the yeah. billions of dollars in renovations need to be happening, but there's no puppets crawling around the street and shit yeah. like, whatever but yeah there's Antonia also
1: uh passes away from the disease even though you you tried to save
0: her yeah um but yeah uh, but yeah oh, we didn't even we didn't even talk about the the disease at all really oh we mentioned it briefly yeah there's air er, the ergo like too much exposure to the air for the humans for humans causes like this disease which they end up turning into like last of us like monsters but the alchemists are trying to manipulate it to a point where like they could essentially become like we mentioned like Bane superhumans, yeah. like what Victor was and like apparently it's like, if you push beyond the last of us stage, yeah. you become like a superhuman. It's like the next stage of evolution. That was like kind of the motivation of the alchemists and like their mm-hmm. whole shtick in this crot situation. Yeah. but Yeah. do to talk about Simon. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, we can talk about Simon. Like, I feel like no, you bro. got a better
1: grasp of Simon than I do.
0: Yeah, I mean, Simon, just this crazy motherfucker. There's this, this uh, another faction of of people similar to like Vanini and Geppetto, which Vanini and Geppetto are very much rooted in technology and science. I, I will say, though, is after the King of
1: Puppets and Romeo fight where I thought they were he that fight was like the big bad and like yeah, me too. it was over. Me too. Then this happens where Simon shows up immediately afterwards. Yeah. And is like talking to you like up on a balcony. And it's like
0: like a little bitch.
1: <laughs> and he's basically you know that smug like yeah i'm better than you you know i have alchemy yeah, so, on my side kind exactly. of
0: exactly so like this other faction are, are alchemists and like they're very snooty they think that their way or the highway and like they are simon in particular it seems like he betrayed the actual leader of the alchemists because he's just hungry for power and he is creating these monsters and harnessing the ergo to try to become the next stage of evolution and eventually that goes out of hand he goes fucking crazy cliche uh and he uh literally becomes a god uh so his boss name is simon manis awakened god um this motherfucker (laughs) it's motherfucker it's funny first try i decimated his first phase i was like okay that's that's not it all right first phase
1: i can get through no problem
0: yeah uh, his first face, he looks like the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Like he's like kind of like uh, he has a he's a got one big strong him. hand. <laughs> he's, he has the Volvi one big strong hand yep.
1: <laughs> um,
0: and he's swinging and bopping around and stuff. And then, yeah, yeah he uh, sheds that. And essentially he cocoons himself out of his own body. And like there's this glowing blue entity, which is like the actual yeah. God, I'm assuming. It's sick. <laughs> um, it's real sick. Some of like the, the big hands that come out from the sky are super sick. That are like yeah. kind of giving birth to him and stuff um but here's where the issue is mike <laughs> not only does he hit super hard
1: He's and fast. his attacks are super fast but you also have to be uh aware of him throwing disruption bolts at you if that meter builds fully up you die instantly yeah
0: so it's similar to bloodborne frenzy
1: yeah and and, and when that giant godlike hand comes from the 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 sky it touches a big the ground. AOE. big aoe which is also a one-hit kill and it's Nonsense! It's just utter nonsense of how quick you have to be. I I could not do it rolling. I had to like actually figure out his parry yeah. stuff because there was no way I was getting it out of the way. And he's so quick. And I I use the summon every fight. Like there's no shame in that. And me oh, admitting yeah, okay. that. I You're tried so hard. Game. Yeah, I tried so hard to make sure my summon would make it to the second phase. And yeah. Every single time he made it to the second phase, it was I gone immediately.
0: It's <laughs> like, oh no! Uh, there were times where he, my my dude, made it through a little bit because, like, you get yeah. uh, there's another kind of flask if you want to call it that. It's a it's a cube that uh, this other guy we're about to talk about gives you so a wish cube. A wish cube and you could tie certain buffs to the wish cube and one of those buffs is that you could either revive your dude mm-hmm. or heal or you could heal him I always stuck with the reviving I thought that was like the best one mm-hmm. heal fucking blows it out of the water it's yeah. so better <laughs> Um, so it, despite me healing him twice, yeah, he, he was still like, uh, every time you get Manus or Simon, um, well, Simon Manis, uh, he was Simon <laughs> like halfway, um, or help me get Simon ma- halfway. That's why I don't think like it's, there's no shame in using the summons. You, no, you can't let the summons do their own thing. They're they're No. The summons are good for a distraction.
1: One million percent. That's all. And I love how one of the things you could use the wishbone, the wishbone, box, whatever <laughs> yeah. for is to like, let the summon aggro
0: the boss for you. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of a waste because they do that anyway. They do it anyway, yeah. So, it's fine. I guess it's like that would that comes in handy with like the Black Rabbit Brotherhood, where like there's three of them Uh attacking you at once, and like not all of them are paying attention to the Specter. Yeah, Yeah. like just a quick sidetrack with that. Like I I tried every boss solo like three or four times, and if I got to that fifth try, I was like, I'm not gonna waste my time. Let me just get the Specter. And the Specter, like in the first half of the game, is it is straight up easy mode. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because like it, it you is. just decimate the bosses yeah like pretty <laughs> damn quickly um so i try, i made a conscious effort to like do a few solo runs if i needed mm-hmm. like and if i needed the specter i summoned uh but also the the specter is not available at every single boss no that so there are times where like they do throw you in the deep end and you have to uh figure it well, out yourself. mostly the mini bosses mostly the mini bosses but like nameless puppet no something yeah yeah, like the no. the final final boss, no summon. Mm-hmm. Um, and even uh, 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 the first boss, parade master, no summon. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. I'm
1: trying to think a new game plus. Can you?
0: For, for the parade, no, yeah. No, I, the parade master, no. Yeah, you can. Because oh. mm. it's not available in the beginning, but yeah, not like fair. all fair the mini fair. bosses, like uh, the the mother fuck, oh fuck, the door guardian, like the door guardian, the <laughs> mad the mad clown puppet, like yeah. The walkers, uh, the walker of illusion, stuff like that. Which also yeah. walker of illusions fucking dope, also. <laughs> um, the puppets of the future. Um, but yeah, man, fuck this guy. This guy took so long.
1: Way too long.
0: Way too long, so aggravating. The, the, this was the one boss where I was like, am I actually just am I done? Like, is this it? Mm-hmm. And like I if I didn't beat it before the update, I would have sung round eight's praises. <laughs> <gasps> Um, but thankfully i i we both finished it when we said we were going to finish it yeah or before our internal deadlines which is great mm-hmm. um but yeah like you said though like despite how much of a pain in the ass it was fucking cool very cool so cool yeah you know what yeah. else is
1: pretty cool the ending ending john geo john geo so let me tell you about this motherfucker <laughs> this blue, ha- blue hair blue talking to us like he's an alchemist and he's he's suffering for this from this disease he has the disease and he he badly needs gold coin fruit which is a form of currency in the game where you can give to him to get wishes for the wish cube for your specters and whatnot he's very mysterious he doesn't come really in the hotel he's really off to the side he stays away from everybody and it's kind of just like a throwaway. You don't really think he's super important. He's just kind of there as like, you Another know, world merchant. building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you beat the game. You bring Sophia back to life. Credits roll. And then it gives us a good old MCU stinger. And who's on a train leaving Krat? This motherfucker. Talking to somebody about like, yes, our mission is done. Um, I'm on my way to our next mark or whatever. Basically, the gist of it—it's not word for word, sure—and uh, it cuts to I think outside of Crot. I'm guessing,
0: or well, outside he, of a city. I, well, I will say he name drops something. Oh. He's like, "Oh, I, I have my eyes on the girl, yes, Dorothy, yes." And as soon as he name dropped it, mm-hmm. I texted you. I was like, "Dorothy?" Yep. And then I saw the following scene, which you're about to describe.
1: Which is like you see a city in the background. It could be crot, could be something. I think different. it is crot
0: because you, yeah, you see signage fair. and stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah I yeah. think.
1: And all you see uh, is a little blue skirt and ruby slippers walk onto the scene. And she does the heel click three times and then cut to black. <laughs> the coolest fucking thing ever. I'm so impressed that this has stayed hidden and if they are really going to do a full out fable soul series and just take different fables and fairy tales and that's what we're going to be doing sign me up yeah like i I think a wizard of oz souls game as you dorothy is freaking genius
0: picture what oz looks like yes gratified yes like imagine going through like the fucking woods with those maniacal fucking trees attacking you and the those, fucking monkey, the monkeys flying fly monkeys? monkeys and the witch and oh my yes. god going through, dude going through the castle and stuff. Yeah. Come on.
1: Having having like Toto be the one that holds your inventory in the basket and or, or like... Or Toto
0: being the Jiminy. the Jiminy in this game.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. I
0: So the one thing I don't understand, because I do I do believe it is her in Crot, Uh why is she in crop yeah that
1: i do not know
0: yeah so clearly Gian Gio and and i did i'm gonna look at our text because uh if you go back to the hotel he leaves you a note oh yeah yeah um he's essentially like
1: apparently like the nick fury
0: (laughs) he's like the nick fucking fury which is hilarious (laughs)
1: um i also looked this up as well and um
0: okay so he's like a real fairy tale character right so so if you go back to the hotel after like you could like continue you could either start new game plus or you could continue your game i continued my game just to like do some like cleanup stuff like quick cleanup stuff like upgrading a normal weapon and like you could go back and actually you could claim the boss weapons for the nameless puppet and simon which the nameless puppet one dope the simon one disappointing (laughs) it's just a giant fucking club yeah um but if you go to where Gian GIO was um there's a letter there and it, it's headlined the letter of the internal. I had a good time. It's amazing to see a new brother being born. I hope to meet you again sometime on the internal line of time. PP. <sighs> Which what was his real? Cause that also they revealed his actual name. Oh, uh, what is it? It's not on here. Yeah. I forgot his name
1: oh phil philippus paracelus okay yeah oh and who is paracelus uh yeah uh he was a chemist in real life who is often associated with alchemy and fiction some anime fans might know him better as his original last name honheim so uh, i guess thank you for this wiki um but yeah, like in real life it, the, or like in popular fairy tales or fables, he is tied with like alchemy. And and, and what that means for this storyline and like,
0: yeah. And Being yeah, another brother like, in
1: time. Like what's.
0: Yeah. So it seems like he also like dipping into like Simon and, and Sophia a little bit. Like it seems like he's not like on the Simon side, where he's doing—he's fucking for, Wesker and Umbrella, like he's to some extent, yeah. Like, like yeah. who knows if it's like anti-hero kind of thing. It seems like he wasn't causing harm mm-hmm. to the hotel folks. It seems like mm-hmm. he wasn't on Simon's side, but clearly, he can manipulate Ergo for time purposes. Like he—he he mm-hmm. figured that out and and interdimensional travel or whatever the hell it may be. Yeah, that's that's why we are seeing Dorothy as well. But yeah, I'm I'm just curious why we're seeing dorothy and crott i i don't know the purpose behind that i kind of wish it was just an unknown setting because clearly yeah we, we can infer that that would be oz or kansas or whatever
1: i would have loved to just see the yellow brick road
0: of her yeah. walking on it god man it's wild i got dude you because you beat everything before me and you uh-huh. were just like Mike, you need to beat this fucking game just so I can (laughs) talk about it with somebody. (laughs) I I want to play that Wizard of Oz game. Yeah, me too. I think that would be incredible. Mm -hmm. Because again, like they they fucking nailed the assignment. Like there there we have little they have little critiques and stuff about some of the mechanics, Mm -hmm. but like they fucking nailed it. This is. I don't know if we said this on the right. Well, we said it during our like our preview thing with the demo and stuff. This mm-hmm. is the best non-from software. Souls-like. yeah. like this is the best souls like not developed by FromSoft. Hands down. Hands down. This is the best the genre. This is the highest potential that the genre can achieve. Like yes, there it is possible now. Like people can nail the fucking formula that yeah. is not from soft. Like we fucking did it. And from what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing, I think Lords of the Fallen is also in that conversation and mm-hmm. I, I hope so because like I see a lot of conversation of like, everybody's just like, ah, oh, it's just another dark souls ripoff, blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, it's just, it's a genre now. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not like you're calling <laughs> roguelikes the ripoff of, uh, Metroid the,
1: or I'm sorry. Metroidvania. is You know <laughs> what yeah, I meant?
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the first original rogue game or ever yeah. rogue something, mm-hmm. um, from back in the day, like it's just roguelike is a genre now. Same with Metroidvania. Metroidvania yep. is a genre now. So like, I think this finally signifies like, no, like souls likes are a genre. Like people are doing it correctly. Like, sure. Like there are okay souls, likes, such as in my opinion, mortal shell, steel rising, thymesia, so on and so forth. But like, this is the highest standard that like, like somebody fucking nailed it. Like we did it. So like, hopefully a lot of people will give this game a chance. And again, like, I think like we both sort of agreed that like, it's a great entry point into the genre. Yeah. So hopefully time will tell and like people will pick it up more hopefully as people are like getting through assassin's creed spider-man mario Mm -hmm. sonic Mm -hmm. alan wake so on and so forth like cyberpunk starfield um they do try to give it a chance and hopefully it stays on game pass for quite a bit because i think this is a fantastic game pass title yep like no barrier of entry or like very little 10 bucks 10 buck barrier of entry that you probably have a game pass subscription anyways I think this is also like a very good companion game to some of the other bigger games. Yeah. Cause and it does a side piece. It does the thing where like for me with a lot of souls games, like the, I will eventually like, usually I eventually hit a wall with a boss. And I'm like, okay, time to put it down for a little bit. Let me yep. pop in something else. Mm-hmm. Like it's easy, Like you don't have to primarily focus on these kind of games. It's like, yes, there is a narrative and stuff. And like, you might forget some beats and some characters, but like, yeah, that's not, exactly why you play these games to be fair like I do think the narrative is very interesting I think it's a very interesting take on the Pinocchio story well yeah. Um, yeah it's a very easy like pick up and, and put down kind of game that like yeah if you want to do some Mario wonder levels in between like fuck yeah go for it yeah Uh, really quickly because uh, I, I want to talk about the Wizard of Oz thing more sure yeah please
1: what would be the unique thing about dorothy's combat in in that souls game because like something we didn't really touch on is pinocchio's left arm is robotic yeah it's a a puppet oh well
0: i what okay so what was your what was your thing of choice
1: so like i use the flamethrower one for a majority oh nice um just because they get extra burn damage on the enemies to tick down the, the health bars but once i unlock the falcon arrow cannon
0: the cannon God the thing. cannon is the correct answer that is that is the one <laughs> although the shout out to the aegis arm with the shield that's super cool too. i i messed around with that a little bit with simon because i was desperate for it's yeah. for something some sort of yeah. change i was like nah, that. like every time they hit you it explodes and does a little bit yeah. of damage is nice but the the great thing with the cannon is that it builds up stacker quite a fucking bit yeah mm-hmm. and eventually with uh i think it was p Organ stuff like you could um get us traits or stat whatever that automatically refills that bar, yep. like, mm-hmm. in the background. Um, and with the cannon in particular, if you upgrade it enough, you could f- you could manipulate it in a way where you could fire it quickly. So if you dodge and then yeah. hit the button, it, was great. <laughs> it does a quick fire, and you could do multiple, you could do two fires in a row. So, like, yeah, yeah being able to do that, like, right off the bat, like, as soon as you start a mm-hmm. boss fight to, like, already, like, start that stagger meter going, yeah. fucking great. And not to mention, like, if there's a smaller enemy, like, just mm-hmm. annihilating him like there there were multiple times and i've tweeted uh one of the videos (laughs) where i was standing on a bridge i saw somebody hanging i was like i'm gonna snipe that motherfucker (laughs) i shoot him and i fly off the bridge thanks to the thanks to the recoil (laughs) a couple little small nitpicks while i think about what dorothy would use instead yeah
1: uh yeah camera a little wonky i got stuck on the wall a couple times oh did you oh yeah Oh, I, I uh, like the big good. boss right up in my face and I get
0: stuck and I can't oh, dodge okay. out of the way there's a couple times like that sure um,
1: also I feel like Victor. most of the items I picked up didn't really bother using or like how many fable catalysts did I need to pick up or the, the thing that that uh, refills the arm
0: sure like, yeah like some, granted it's like not everybody's gonna play this game the same yeah um, yeah yeah I will say I used the fuck out of the fable catalyst for Simon, <laughs> uh, and Fair. I I threw every pipe, I threw every saw blade, I threw every bomb of termite or Shout whatever out to
1: just a fucking sawed off pipe that you would throw and javelin yeah. at, at enemies. That's cool.
0: Yeah, all I I didn't use any of them throughout the game. All of them were used at Simon, and that was a big reason why I the run <laughs> that I beat him on is because the saw blades were doing its fucking mm. job. <laughs>
1: i I, yeah, gotta, I can't. I gotta imagine
0: of... it's gotta be the slippers, right? Something with the slippers.
1: I mean, maybe the ruby slippers are like the end, like ultimate weapon, I guess. But are you so? Are, are, is it just a all kick, all kick game? Or are you just no? But that's the thing. Like, I don't that. know. I can't imagine Dorothy with a sword.
0: <laughs> I mean, I think she's gonna. She's gonna have to. Well, did you imagine Pinocchio with a sword? Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> That's the thing. I was just I think this team is so creative in terms of, or just think, like their yeah. imagination yeah. clearly just runs wild, and it works. They they stick the landing despite how bonkers their imagination mm-hmm. is. And uh, yeah, I'm really curious to see what that looks like. I'm curious to see also like what what is the Tin Man, what is Scarecrow, what is Lion in this game? Like Lollipop I, I, Guild, I, are they the Black Rabbit Brotherhood of Wizard of Oz? Yeah, right. Like I I'd imagine like is the main like is the main town the hub and like is the scarecrow and and them like are they npcs that mm. are just supporting you in like the main hub like the hotel are they along with you on the journey it'd be
1: super cool if they were the summons for the boss fights
0: i mean they could be the answer to the arm also like they, yeah you get their power or whatever there. it's wild man like oh, it, like man. The, i just like,
1: i can't i know we're years away from it but oh I God, we're just so far away from it
0: i can't wait <laughs> so so we beat uh lies of (laughs) d and and the the end credits stinger pops up what is what is yeah exactly what is next one it's so tough has to be something a public domain thing
1: i know i joked about winnie the pooh i thought i think that would be funny it would be
0: funny uh Weirdly enough, I think we're oversaturated with Winnie the Pooh content. I know, <laughs> so I, I think know. You, know, you stay away from that. Legit, like know. I'm surprised. It is weird. Like, have we ever gotten a Wizard of Oz video game? I can't think of one aside from uh, as she walks out of the shower. There, there's a Ar- Wizard of Oz arcade game that we're both obsessed with. Oh, sweet bath. My apologies. Um... It's, it's a really it's a gotcha fucking thing where you put yeah. the quarter in and it, you have to it pushes the quarters to the edge mm-hmm. so you have to get the quarters but you, yeah we're talking about wizard of Oz yeah kelsey says the best but yeah i, I can't think there of like there hasn't been a wizard of Oz video game i don't think unless there's like some sort of like bullshit like nes platformer or some shit i'm
1: trying to see or if like this... a game boy
0: game i can see it being a game boy game
1: yeah <laughs> i'm gonna say aladdin for right
0: now Aladdin. Aladdin would be kind of cool. Is that a public domain thing? Yeah. Oh, it is. Okay. Aladdin would be cool. I think I'm trying to think like outside the box, like Wizard or Oz Mm-hmm. Let's see, is there a list of fairy tales? I mean, they're literally just open. Sleeping Beauty. Rapunzel. Little Red Riding Hood. Little Red Riding Hood would be dope. Yeah. That would be really dope goldilocks and the three bears jesus yeah i'd be the the big bad wolf being the end that'd be dope that kind of makes sense Mm -hmm. jack and the beanstalk that'd be cool god yeah it's like Uh, i i i love to be a fly on that on the wall and like seriously look at that whiteboard you know you know there's a (laughs) board with like a timeline or something Ooh, robin hood would be dope Robin Hood would be dope. Robin Hood might be a little too similar to like
1: Krat though, as like setting. Sure. Yeah, there's,
0: th- there's so many. It's cool though, man. I, I like I Trek. again. Shrek. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's just like I'm so impressed by the talent and imagination of this team, and I just I can't wait to see uh, I can't wait to see Oz realized in their in their eyes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Any final thoughts? Uh one of the best games I've played this year
1: in a year that's filled with fucking fantastic video games. Yep. Um I'm so is this their first game? Um I I meant to ask that. I think. Let me
0: see. They might have round eight was the second. Round eight is the studio, right? Round eight's the studio.
1: yeah maybe oh there's a of P Wolong collaboration that's fun yeah there is uh yeah it seems like it might be their first or uh, second sorry
0: on Gamatsu. um it's round eight is a video game developer headquartered in South Korea sub- subsidiary of Neoweth it is known for Blessed Unleashed and Lies of P oh interesting what's Blessed Unleashed I don't
1: know My
0: Chrome is.
1: There's also I'm looking at the wrong thing. There's also a roommate studio.
0: (laughs) Oh, that does things like trivial pursuit. Like that's not what I want. Uh, 2021 game. Uh, oh yeah, Bloods Unleashed was 2020. Open world online game.
1: Okay, so lies P in a three year span.
0: Yeah. Uh, Bless Unleashed is a massive multiplayer online role-playing game developed by Round 8 Studios and published by Bandai Namco for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One in 2020. It's a reboot of Bless Online, similarly Unleashed. uh, Unleashed uses a free-to-play model, so it's a free-to-play MMO from 2020. Okay. Interesting.
1: And Nioh has made Skull the Hero Slayer, which is, I know I've seen before, the little skeleton dude. Yeah. uh, roguelike action platformer.
0: Yeah, and they what have other like, things uh, I don't remember. Aka, which we I think we missed last year, but we had our eyes on. Um Sanari, or sorry, Sanabi I had um my eyes on last year that I just didn't have time to get to. Um Unsold, I played a little bit of. Like they yeah, they're they're an indie indie publisher. So yeah, which like better I'm... uh defends our notion of calling to be indie. Yeah. <laughs> uh
1: yeah, I'm just super impressed by them and what they pulled off because it is not an easy feat to make a souls game that feels as good as a the premier masterpiece that uh is from software yeah so like they nailed it in every way and like i said it's one of my favorites of the year and i will be singing its praises for a very long time like i i know i'm going to try to go for the platinum i don't know when but it's like one where I want to get it to show my love for the game. It's one of those kind yeah. of things. Yeah,
0: fair. Yeah, I might um we'll see. I like I don't know if I would start fresh on PlayStation just for a platinum, but like I yeah. I, I do want to do the new game plus run on Xbox. Yeah. Um I I there are a couple trophies I noticed are achievements I missed that are like see Benini story through. Like maybe that's a new game plus thing. I don't know if you got those. I got all of those. I didn't get any of those. Oh, really? Yeah, no, I got them all. Oh, I forgot to mention, like, and this is going back like an hour. Um, with Eugenie, <laughs> um, the heartbreaking thing that we were inferring to that Ali Daro was her brother, and like yeah. she never knew, and like yeah. I because of the lie thing, I I didn't tell her, mm-hmm. and I just let it be a secret. Yeah, which is hard. it was just really that was a hard one. We also didn't talk about the lie exclusive weapon.
1: Oh shit!
0: Fucking Pinocchio's <laughs> nose.
1: Which uh I talked to Joe about this uh on the trophy room and I was like, hey, did you put the painting up? He's like, What? What painting? It's like, oh, oh you need to go get that painting, my friend. I'll do it now. <laughs> do it as soon as you can. Because that's the thing. Like, if you listen to the records and you lie, it will make the nose grow out of the painting. Yeah. And eventually I don't know what the cutoff is it's it's
0: when, when your heart's pounding heart is pounding is the signifier you
1: can get it and it's called the golden lie and you it's basically pinocchio's nose yeah uh i have not used it because yeah, i wanted I, it to be upgraded completely yeah. and i didn't have the stuff for it but
0: yeah during this new game plus playthrough whatever material i get uh, it's don't going go just to directly towards that like mm-hmm. i used it a little bit in the training ground it feels cool
1: and i think that that Special move is like it can attack and block at the same time as yes, long as you hold the button down.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's sweet. Yeah. Whew. Well, that yawn. No. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to IndieCast episode 164. Appreciate you greatly. Be sure you uh, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Follow us along. You can find all the links on six com. We will oh, I forgot the the other housekeeping thing, uh the the important thing. Um uh, by the time you're listening to this, you could go watch all the VODs for our steam next fest streams. We are raising <laughs> money for the American heart association. We're part of, uh, Janet Garcia's team. team yeah. pixels. Um, you could donate through December. Um, I think it's December 14th. Um, so if you go to bit.ly slash six one heart that goes to the page, but on YouTube, we have all the VODs of playing a bunch of next Fest demos, uh, including the first one I'm playing, Kyle, another craps treasure. Hell yeah. Cause I'm hungry for more. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you later. Love you. Goodbye. Bye.